What's up, bros? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Caleb. We are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. This week, uh, we got nothing for 4K Spotlight. My wallet thanks you. Um, with uh, Through the Wall, uh, we got our first... Actually, is this the first? Yeah. So the what we initially got was a teaser. So this okay. is like our first trailer. Okay, so we got a huge first trailer that we got to talk about, which actually dropped this morning that we are recording this, so on December 13th, so we'll be talking about that. Um, and then we will uh, be moving on to our headliner of the evening, which will be our breakdown of Violent Night, starring David Harbour. Um, so, Caleb, what do you say we get started? I say, let's do this. All right. Every day, we're surrounded by media. Books, movies, art, music, games, apps, podcasts, etc., etc. With this constant bombardment, it's easy to miss great media gems in the chaos. But fret not, you've come to the right place, my friend. I'm Jason, and I love media. I invite you to check out the Mixed Media Forest podcast, the podcast where I trudge through the forests of media to find hidden gems for you, the listener. Every episode of Mixed Media Forest is chock full of fun, reviews, nostalgia, positivity, news, rants, stories, and recommendations about all things media. Again, that's the Mixed Media Forest podcast, created on Anchor Podcasting app and available everywhere fine podcasts can be found. Give it a listen. It's what all the cool kids are doing. All right, so jumping straight into it. Uh, for Through the Wall, we got our first official full trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And, oh my god. That's all I can say is just, oh my god. I don't know, like, just because I was, like, freaking, like, in awe of everything that was happening on the screen watching this trailer that, like, literally the internet had to help me, um see every single freaking um reference that was in one of the shots as they're traveling through uh the spider-verse because holy shit <laughs> so many spider-mans to pay attention to dude holy oh, but i crap. love rap um i don't even know what to say about this trailer other like it was freaking awesome yeah it was so like honestly i love that we start with Miles having, uh, my, we start with Miles, uh, starting to have that talk with his mom, and that's how it ends. And I love how she points out that, you know, like, you're, you know, you're, you're growing up, you're, you know, you're, um, you're leaving this little boy behind, but I still want you to keep that little boy alive. Can you do that for me? And such a sweet moment. Um, oh my gosh, it freaking hits you right in the feels, dude. It, it really does, and um, God, what is it—the line that um, Spy or Gwen Stacy says? Uh, was it we're supposed to be the good guys? Is yeah, that what she says. Who is she? Re- I can't remember who she's talking to. In that I think scene. she's talking to Miles. That's okay. Yeah, like at right. least that's what how like I, what I understood from it. She could have been talking to anyone for all we know, because we never really like saw her say it. True. That is a very good point. 
But this movie seems like it's going to be a little bit wild. Oh, yeah, like, this looks like it's balls to the walls. Yeah, like, I have a feeling that there's some, like, a time travel aspect to this movie. And future Miles, or alternate reality Miles, is jacking shit up for the Spider-Verse. And it's pissing all the other Spider-Men off. Th- that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, because it's like, why else would they all freaking just attack him? Yeah, straight up. Like, what the hell did Miles ever do to you guys? Except for, you know, the point that you brought up. Yeah, and um, then, did, did you see, like, the dude who, it looked like that was, like, future Miles. It did, yeah. So, if they go that route, that's going to be freaking insane, dude. Yeah, dude, all I know. <laughs> All I know is I gotta like start preparing my eyes for this visual masterpiece. Because even if this isn't, I I just feel this is gonna be a superior sequel. I'm just calling it right now. Um, that is even a, if it, a very bold statement. Oh, I know. But even if I'm wrong, and it doesn't live up to the original, at least we can say that the visuals were just as good. Because even from this trailer, you can tell that. I don't know, even just like remembering the first one, you can just tell that they even they cranked up the visuals just a little bit. Mm-hmm. They 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 look even better. They look incredible. Yeah. So I, I'm very Dude, happy with what we're seeing. Especially. Like, oh. oh my god. Dude, he looks so good. Like the animation in this is crisp as as hell. Yeah, oh my oh god, it's so beautiful. I feel like this movie just proves that 2D animation is not dead. Yeah. Like there is a there is a, a desire for it in the public world. Dude, I this just like go, going to see this in the theaters is going to I mean, I get this experience every single time I get to see a 2D animated film in the theaters because this was the way with Bob's Burgers movie. I just had this just a smile on my face when the first frame opens and you just see beautifully hand-drawn animation. It just makes you smile. Mm-hmm. I freaking love it. Like, there's just something about that feel. Like, and I know that it's not true 2D animation, but it feels like it. Yeah, it's like, pretty it gives damn you a, close. Yeah, it gives you enough of it. Like, obviously, like... I think it's just made it more crisp, like the 2D, because like 2D, you kind of had, it was kind of a guessing game on what characters looked like at at different angles. So, like the animators had to just, like I said, had to guess, like guess what that character looks like from like this angle or that angle or whatever it may be. With this, you kind of don't have that issue. And it just, like I said, gives you a cleaner feel for the for the movie and then yeah with that you can go a lot more stylized than you could with a three-dimensional world exactly so i'm beyond excited for this movie to come out i like even if uh, like my my guess is wrong and it's not like future miles jacking everything up like i what we saw it has me hyped enough to to go see this day freaking one 
in IMAX. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do, oh, I will be there Thursday night, Cinemark XD. Yep. Absolutely. Like, there is no freaking doubt about that whatsoever. So I think it kind of goes without saying we're sitting at a very solid 10 on our excitement level. Oh, yeah. There's no changing that. Honestly, even before this trailer came out, I was at a 10. Yeah, I think that just goes to show how... uh, how good we thought the first one was. Yeah, dude. Ser- oh, the first one is such a, I consider the first one a masterpiece and there's a reason why it won for best animated film at the Oscars. The year it came out. Absolutely deserved it. If it didn't win, I was going to be so pissed off. Cause I mean, I forgot what it was against, but yeah, it, it deserved to win hands down. What year did that movie come out? 2018 or was it 19? I think it was 2019. No, I think it was 2018 because it came out in December, right? Let's see. Uh, 2018. Okay. Um, the Oscars 2018 film nomina- nominations. Oh, wait. Technically, that would have been 2019, right? Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah, it was going up against shit. <laughs> <laughs> like it it was going up against The Incredibles 2. Which was which, such a disappointment. I wouldn't say such a disappointment. Like okay. it was decent, but, just, but I mean yeah, the animation was, was the animation was fine. Not at the same level as freaking into the Spider-Verse though. And it just wasn't as good as the first. Yeah. Um then I, it was going up against Isle of Dogs. That was a really good one. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, but like Spider-Verse level. Okay, not as good. Yeah. And then <laughs> another animated film called Mirai. I have never heard of that. It kind of has like a Studio Ghibli feel to it. Okay. Interesting. So I'm, I I kind of like that animation style. So that's actually one I might check out. So I have not seen it. So I I'm not going to make any judgment calls on that one. So if it if it was better than Into the Spider Verse, like we we're sorry, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then the the last one, like the last nomination that it was going up against, that I honestly will say did not deserve to be on this list. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Oh yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't so, argue that. Yeah, into the Spider Verse, with the caveat that Mirai is an adequate film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely deserved this win. Yes. Um. Well, so as we said, we are at a, a ten for uh across the spider-verse can't wait for this to come out it's come out in may right yes okay cool um so that covers us for uh through the wall um so caleb what do you say move on to our headliner i say let's do it
right, so for this week's headliner, we'll be breaking down uh, David Harbour's Violent Night. Um, this movie, uh, what, just came out like, a couple, like, what, like two weeks ago? Yeah, so it came out December 2nd, if I'm not mistaken. You are absolutely right. Hell yeah, that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> God, give yourself some credit. Dude, I'm horrible with dates. <laughs> Wouldn't say you're horrible. Um, I but, would. Uh, I mean, I feel you, you You remember, like, the most important ones. Yeah, like, ones that are, I like, hope personal so. to me, and then uh, ones okay. for movies that I'm, like, super excited about. See, that's that's all you need to know. It's all Yeah, but it's, like, for me, it's, like, the next movie I'm excited about. It's not, like, every single movie. Like, if you could, I couldn't tell you the release dates of, like, the next Marvel movies. I, all I know is the next one comes out February 17th, which just so happens to be Iris's birthday. So I'm going to have to make a very hard decision. <laughs> and, um, oh, God, imagine, imagine Iris older listens to this episode and she's just like, hmm, see where your mind was at, dad. Honestly, I feel, I feel by the time that she's actually listening to this, she'll have had a couple more birthdays that coincide with Marvel release dates, and she'll know. (laughs) She'll understand. One day she'll understand. Yeah. I'm just gonna... But no, like, all jokes aside, I am gonna try and get a uh, tickets for that Thursday night, because her birthday's on a Friday. Yeah, that's a good call. (laughs) I think. Let me... Let me just double check. Yeah, her birthday is on a Friday, so I'm probably gonna go try and see it the 16th. <laughs> what actually, I can go to a later viewing if I if I need to, because I will absolutely be taking Iris's birthday off. Well, I think I think Brielle would kill you if you didn't. I think she would too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Brielle's not a violent person, but uh, I, I feel uh, eh, that's yeah. that's kind of. A strong assumption of yours. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't know Brielle as well as I thought. Um, <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, well, like, I don't know what you're waiting for. I'm not taking that back. <laughs> uh, no, I know you're not. Oh, I know you're not. I'm just going to find, I'm just going to laugh my ass off if she, you know, like, while you're editing this and she hears that part, she just busts through the door. What? Yeah, I know. Gotta be careful. Like, it kind of feels like that uh, Key and Peel sketch. <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, well, before uh, we say anything else that uh, Brielle might overhear, um, <laughs> Caleb, do you want to let people know how we break down movies on this podcast? I would love to. If you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final All Bros letter grade. And the eight categories that we score are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal score at the very end. 
all of these numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar score as well as a percentage just for shits and giggles uh just so we can have like an official ranking yeah um I forgot, usually the next line comes from you when you're just like, so if you haven't seen Violent Night, Rose is about oh, to spoil the I entire... guess I can do that. <laughs> well, I kind of cut you off, sorry. No, you're good. Um, yeah, so if you have not seen Violent Night, uh, we highly recommend you go check this out. And yeah, just go check it out. It's a freaking, spoiler alert, really good movie. <laughs> Yeah, it it really is. It's such a fun Christmas movie. Um, so yeah, if so, if you've not seen it, you have been properly warned. And if you listen past this point, Rose is going to spoil the whole thing for you. So listen at your own. Uh, what's the word? Leader? Discretion. Yeah, discretion sounds better. Yeah. So if it's spoiled for you after <laughs> now, it's your own fault. Yep. You've been given the proper heads up. All right. So on Christmas Eve, Santa Claus drinks at a Bristol pub and laments that children have become increasingly materialistic in a world unaware he actually exists. Flying off with his reindeer and sleigh, he accidentally vomits up the park. Man. This Dude. is like, this was the perfect way to introduce the title card. Because the way that the, 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 um, bar lady just looks up in awe, she's like, oh my god, it's really Santa Claus. And it just gets covered in bark. Dude, this it was so set great. the tone flawlessly. It really did. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh so- freaking loved it. It was freaking uh, disgusting because it was like it was. it was like chunky or had like rice that, looking shit in it. Yeah, that was so know. gross. And of course, you know, since she's out in the cold, you can see like the the steam coming off of it because it was. Oh, was dude, like, that Ugh. made it worse. That <laughs> yeah, made dude, it worse. Right. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right, before we accidentally hurl. Um, <laughs> you good? Yep. Okay. Uh, In Greenwich, Connecticut, Jason Lightstone, his estranged wife, Linda, and their daughter, Trudy, visit his mother, Gertrude's mansion, to celebrate Christmas with his alcoholic sister, Alva, her new boyfriend and wannabe action star, Morgan Steele, and Alva's online streamer son, Bertrude. Finding an old walkie-talkie for Trudy to talk to Santa, Jason and Linda overhear her only wish to become a family again. Drunkenly delivering gifts, Santa arrives at the Lightstone Estate, where the caterers reveal themselves to be mercenaries with Christmas-themed codenames. Led by Mr. Scrooge, they slaughter the staff and take the family hostage. Santa is discovered by one of the henchmen, whose gunfire scares away the reindeer, and they fight until Santa knocks him out of a window to his death. Stranded, Santa decides to save Trudy and her family from Scrooge, who demands the $300 in cash from the mansion's vault. Santa kills another henchman and takes his radio, coming across Trudy's channel, and finds the mercenaries on his magical naughty list. Yeah, can we just talk about how freaking badass that was? Like when he's the talking about like a cert- yeah, when he's talking about a certain person or nice list, just he literally pulls it up and there's the person that he's talking about and showcases if they're naughty or nice and just yeah that and what so they did, what they've done to be on that yeah so badass dude I freaking I love. That. I love- 
people's interpretation of how Santa works. Right. Like, and the fact that, like, in this movie, he, like, even he doesn't understand fully how, why, how his magic works. I loved that part that they, that they touched upon that. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it, it was actually kind of refreshing as opposed to, like, some other Santa, uh, theories or ideas that we've seen. Like, for one, I'm thinking, um, oh, what is it? Like the Santa Claus movies, the ones with Tim Allen, and like they never really explain it, but they're starting to get into a little bit more detail about what happens where it's like interdimensional travel, and that's how he's able to get from city to city super freaking fast. Yes. Um, as well as like time displacement and like all that crazy stuff. So it's like he puts the world on pause while he goes and goes freaking nuts. <laughs> Um, and then Christmas Chronicles, I don't know if you've seen those ones. I still haven't. Yeah, they kind of have a similar thing, but he's able to, like, that Santa's able to, like, move very quickly. He turns himself into what's called coal dust, and that's how he, like, travels into people's homes and drops off the, the gift. So he's just, like, really fast, and his sled is all like constantly like he doesn't land on rooftops very often he just like the sleigh just kind of like floats midair and kind of follows him around and so when he's ready to hop in and go to the next city like he just like does his weird magic and gets into the sled and like takes off but this kind of has like a more um classic feel for how he delivers gifts where it's it's not like anything super crazy. Like he has like the like the tapping his nose and turning into dust to travel up the yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, I've I've always really liked that uh, that method. But I freaking yeah, love what they've done to to Santa in this. Same here. <laughs> um, let's see. When Trudy's walkie-talkie is discovered, Jason tells their captors that she is simply playing make-believe and declares that Santa is not real, causing her to run and hide in the attic. Santa reassures Trudy over the radio, revealing that he was once Nicomund the Red, a bloodthirsty Viking warrior, and finds cuff- comfort in his 1,100 years of marriage to Mrs. Claus. One of the henchmen, Krampus, forces the family to present their gifts to Gertrude, who is surprised by a card from Jason. Wounded, Santa is captured by Scrooge, who bears a childhood grudge against Christmas. Santa's knowledge of their real identities convinces henchmen Gingerbread and Candy Cane that he is real, and he uses his magic to escape through the chimney. Gertrude's private kill squad arrives, led by Commander Thorpe, but are in league with Scrooge and Kill Morgan when he tries to escape. Finding... Sorry. Finding the vault empty, Scrooge threatens Linda, and Jason confesses that he stole the money and was planning to flee with his wife and daughter, which he explained in his car to his mother. He reveals the money hidden in a nativity scene outside, and Gertrude forgives his treachery as a lightstone rite of passage. Retreating to a shed, Santa finds a sledgehammer and brutally slaughters the kill squad. Trudy creates traps inspired by Home Alone, resulting in Gingerbread's death, and Candy Cane prepares to shoot her but is killed by Santa. 
Scrooge gives the orders to kill the hostages, but Alva, Linda, and Bert manage to kill Krampus instead. Scrooge and Thorpe flee into the woods with the money and a captive Gertrude pursued by Santa. Linda kills the last mercenary, and Trudy sees her parents reunite with a kiss. Lured by Scrooge, Santa crashes into a cabin, and Scrooge finds himself on the naughty list and acknowledges Santa is real, but is, but is determined to kill him and end Christmas. They fight, and Scrooge gains the upper hand, but Santa uses his magic to drag him up the cabin's chimney, crushing and eviscerating Scrooge. Dude, the visceral reaction that I had to that, that will haunt my nightmares for years. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough, man. Fair enough. That was so freaking brutal. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was very disturbing. I'm not going to lie. Like we'll get into it a little bit more, but whole, I just ha I had to say something there. That was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Santa is fatally shot by Thorpe, who is killed by Gertrude, and Jason burns some of the money to keep him warm. But Santa comes succumbs to his wounds. Trudy inspires her family to all declare their belief in Santa, and he is revived, admitting that he still does not really understand how Christmas magic works. His reindeer return and Santa bids goodbye to Trudy before flying off to finish delivering gifts, his faith in Christmas renewed. And, uh, Caleb, I apologize, I lied to you. Um, in a mid-credits scene... No, I did see that one. Oh, I, oh, I didn't see this. Uh, in a mid-credits scene, Bert records a video with Thorpe's corpse boasting that Santa is real. Hold up! You didn't even stay for the full credits? No, and you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> okay, in my okay, I have a defense here. I think I have a defense. Okay, so I went to see this. Okay, so I went to see Violent Night with my with with my buddy Ryan, and we wanted to grab because I wanted to uh, take take him to try Zaxby's, but we had to make sure that uh, we had enough time to do that so he could make it home in time to. Uh, make bedtime for his daughter. So, dude, you know what you say then? You know what you what? say then? I don't what? know, Caleb. <laughs> I didn't stay for the full credits. <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> dude, I was getting up and walking out, and then, like, I realized. That I forgot my drink, and so I walked back, and then like I saw that mid credit scene. I'm like, that asshole, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, and so then I like I sat back down and like Googled. I'm like, okay, is there anything else? And uh, luckily, it said like, no, it's just the mid credit scene. And I'm like, good, and I got up and left. <laughs> well, now you know to never trust me when it comes. To asking. I know. Next time I'm going to be like, hey, any end credit? No. Did you sit through the entire thing? credits? No. <laughs> then your then your opinion is not valid. I know, dude. I always try to hit you up. Like anytime, like I know that I'm going to see a movie before you. Yeah. Like I always try to freaking hit you up and be like, "Oh yeah, like it's not." I appreciate like, that. Yeah, you freaking should, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm. So I'm sorry. Like I freaking mess up my bladder <laughs> because of shit like that. 
hey, you know what? There's a huge fix for that. Don't buy a drink. How about you don't tell me how to live my life, Rose? (laughs) How about you don't give me shit when, uh... Alright, I got nothing. I, I I can't justify anything of what I said. Yeah, not get a I'm drink. Sa- You're freaking nuts. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is, a dad was able to make it home, um, to uh, give his daughter a, a good night hug, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Anywho, story. Dude, I was actually really surprised at how well this story worked. Dude, right? Same. Like it had like a really decent flow. It built up enough of a of a story that like made sense. It was it like it was just it was a good time. It was. Um I have a question though. Did you feel that it was too long at all or do you feel like it was perfectly paced? Ooh. Cuz um Cause, uh, cause, yeah, when when me and I went to Zaxby's, we were talking about this, and you know, like, we were both talking about how we both enjoyed it. And I said, like, I for some reason I feel like they could have like cut it down a little bit, but I don't know exactly where. That's the problem. So I can't back up my claim. That's a but for really some... tough. Like, I completely understand what you're where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Like, yes, it. That, there were definitely times where I'm like. All right, like freaking pick it up. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I do, I can't recall where. Right? Yeah, like I can't think of anywhere that they been like, oh, you know, you can cut this down, you can cut this down, because I mean, you definitely don't want them to cut down any of the violence, because holy shit, like Santa, the last thirty minutes of this movie, especially Santa comes to freaking play, and it is amazing. Um, and don't even get me started. On the freaking Home Alone traps that Trudy sets, because oh. I was laughing my ass off when they they like see them and are just like, "Wow, yeah, kid, you know you're supposed to hide this stuff when you try to Home Alone us." <laughs> just freaking, <laughs> dude, that oh. was so violent. <laughs> it was so great. Oh my god, I lost it. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, I <laughs> when when like I felt bad because I'm like, oh my gosh, she gave away her position. Like this is like this isn't gonna end well. Like I I figured like the girl would be fine. I'm like, but oh, this is like this is gonna be a tough one to get out of. Like this, and then when like when they pan down and show the freaking one step that was jacked up, I was like, oh no, oh he's screwed. Yeah, and then he freaking. I, ugh. I freaking oh, dude, cringed, yeah, when, dude. Oh, dude, same. Yeah, when that that nail went through his chin, I'm like, ugh. I know, dude. It's it's the same way I feel about shit going through people's hands. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like in uh, Ready or Not. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just bring back some trauma? Yep, just a little bit. <laughs> You're welcome. But, oh my gosh, dude. Like, <sighs> there's some things. That I absolutely feel like with that Home Alone scene that were ridiculous. Like the way that what's his face was holding the nail up above his head. Like 
like he was studying the nail. <laughs> and then it, it then it like goes up to like the bowling balls that are coming down and like knocking this this girl over and she like grabs one and like flings it down the stairs and it hits like I think the pacing there was a little off. Cause it's like because it's like he picks it up, goes to look at like picks the nail up, like looks at it above his head, which already is like a horrible decision. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like I the way that I personally would have gone about that is have him stand up, pull the nail out, turn around so his back's to the the ladder, and then he's like looking at the nail, and then have the bowling ball hit him in the back of the head, and then like freaking Joker smash him into the the yes. nail. Yes. All right. Yeah, I would have loved that. Yeah. Then you like same effect. Like you freaking have him. Like I think they just wanted him to fall back on those. The friggin' floor mat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely agree. So, I, I like like I said, personally would have done that a little bit different. Like, maybe have him get knocked out by the, the bowling ball and then, like, face plant into the, <laughs> the mat. Yeah, there you go. Or just something along those lines. I think him lifting the, the nail over his head was a, a tad ridiculous. Yeah, I, I I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, but I mean that would, like I said, I th- I can't tell where the pacing was off. Like I know that there it was like like you said like it was noticeably a little long, but I don't know where it felt that way. Yeah. Like, cause how long was this movie? It's like an hour, okay hour fifty. Okay, so it was, it was definitely almost close to two hours. Yeah, it's like I'm sure you could have cut ten minutes somewhere, but I just don't know where. I I bet you probably could have cut it around maybe where Santa's um just kind of meandering or uh, around in the mansion. Like where he falls asleep in the the massage chair. Yeah, that that that's a good point. Like he probably could have cut it there, and like all of his shenanigans there, because I think that's probably where it was a bit slow. Oh, and then yeah, definitely some of the stuff with like the parents. I think like they just needed a kiss and move like move on. Like I think, I think the action needed to happen more immediate. Where they didn't have to have like that weird the conversation between the two of them, and then it's like oh, almost kiss, and then boom, you have to fight this bad guy, and then back to like romantic moment, and then you get back to Santa. Like I think you probably could have cut the the weird conversation. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. I'm trying to think like anything else that probably would have improved the pacing, but. I mean, story-wise, like I said, like it had a decent flow. It was just noticeably long. It's just hard to pinpoint. Yeah. But, I mean, the story overall was was fairly good. I mean, it, it's not like top oh, yeah. tier or anything, but... No, but, I mean, when you um, decide, oh, hey, you know, like, let's 
turn Santa into a not a bloody murderer because his actions are justified. But um, just seeing like a violent, bloody Santa, um, but for like the right reasons, um, that just screams a good time to me. Oh yeah, it like this this movie did a really solid job at like motivations and everything and like even explain why or how santa knew how to fight like making him a viking warrior which was kind of badass <laughs> yeah that was a nice touch and it didn't feel like honestly out of place at all because i feel that we they kind of lead up to that with like when he's like bandaging his wound once and you know like you yes you know take off his shirt and everything and so you see all those tattoos and so you're wondering like hmm you know like i wonder where where those come from why why he has those and they explain that when he's talking about his days as a viking yeah like i i freaking loved that that aspect like it made santa like oh he's been through some shit <laughs> yeah but it, it like, I think, honestly, all it did for me was make me want, like, an origin. Like, okay, how the hell did did Christmas magic come into play then? Dude, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a spinoff of this movie with David Harbour. Yeah. Although, like, I would literally, I would watch any movie with David Harbour just because I have such a great time watching him and anything he's in. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to see. So, I know that, like... Christmas is like a pagan holiday, right? As far as I know, yes. Okay. So, let's see. What did Vikings practice? Okay. So, Vikings practiced an old Norse religion or Norse paganism. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Kind of cool. Gosh, I want yeah. an origin story for this Santa. <laughs> Dude, I I honestly hope we get a sequel out of this. This was so well done. I do too. This, this is such a fun movie. It was so much fun. But like I said, I I think story it is very much above average for me. I would absolutely agree with that. It's honestly and I know that they made references to this to both of these movies a ton it had very diehard fit vibes yeah it did uh, did you um i forget where he said it but like bruce willis like recently came out and said everyone needs to listen to me okay Die Hard is not a christmas movie now you guys can move on with your lives Dude, please tell me yes it fr yes it freaking is don't lie bruce willis I've never seen Die Hard, so I can't say anything. I've I've seen it like once, but it is absolutely a Christmas movie, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> so sorry, Bruce Willis, but you're wrong. <laughs> Where are you sitting with with the story? Um, like you said, like on I. It's not that I had a problem with the like the pacing entirely. Like like I said, it's just it felt like it could have been cut in some parts. Um, but I mean, you pointed out a part that it could definitely be cut in. But like, I'm sure that 
I have a feeling that when I watch this a second time, like when it comes to to Blu-ray, I'll probably be able to point out like, okay, you could have cut that down a little more. You could have cut that that down a little more. I'll be able to like truly like point out where um, they they could have cut like probably like ten minutes. But yeah. overall, um, it's such a it's such a, a fun, interesting story, um, and like it kept my attention the whole time. Like I had no. I don't really have a lot of problems with the story. It's, it it definitely does what it sets out to do, a violent – I mean, it's called Violent Night, so you get a violent story with Santa Claus. Um, but like I said, his actions are justified. Um, so story-wise, I'm at like – I'm going to go in 81. That is actually right around where I was at. I, I might be a, a little higher than you, so I'm probably at like an 83. Very nice. Like I had a, like a, a freaking blast with this, and it was like, like I said, good. Like this is an eighty-three is exactly where I would put Die Hard. Okay. And like most above-average action movies. Yeah. Like it's not like top tier or anything. It's it's exactly what it needs to be, but it's still offering. A decent amount of value, other than just freaking blood and gore. <laughs> Very true. Like I feel a lot of action movies can like can suffer through issues like that, where it just feels like, oh, this this was just gory for gore's sake. This felt like it needed to be that way. Oh yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Um like I said, sitting at an 83 for me. Uh, moving on over to writing. <clears throat> there was a lot of cheese in this. There there definitely was. Um, I feel that there's... Uh, they definitely wrote it to where, like, oh, you're supposed to like this side of the family, and then you're supposed to like not like this side of the family. Um, like, especially his sister's side. You're, you're made out to hate these characters up until, you know, like when... Uh, the um Scrooge and his team bust in and they like actually like kinda start um towards the end, at least I feel, uh trying to become a family again, which in some instances it didn't really feel earned. Because, um, like honestly I feel like at the at the end you don't really uh like uh what's his name? Jo is it Joshua? The main guy? Uh Jason. Jason, sorry, thank you. Um, I feel him and his uh, sister, uh, their relationship still feels like the exact same to me at the end of the movie. It feels like nothing like changed from what they went through uh, on Christmas Eve. Um, just, I don't know, like, it, it definitely had a lot of like uh, cl uh, classic like, oh, you're supposed to love this character, you're supposed to hate this character writing stereotypes. Yeah, I. It was hard for me to focus at all uh, with the Lightstones. Like, I th I feel like my 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 main focus was Santa, and like oh, yeah, his that's what his you come story. To this movie for yeah, but I, it did feel very like cheesy dialogue where. I don't know, where it was just, like, very competitive and talking, like, oh, 
where or where his sister goes like I'm out to get you. Like, okay, freaking shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we can tell. Like you can just be a kiss ass and give him dirty looks and whatnot. You don't have to like announce it to the world. Like, oh, I'm out to get you and like all the family sucks and like, oh, I have this freaking douchebag of a son. Dude, there is nothing I hate more than freaking portrayals of in, like social media influencers. Dude, straight. I will admit though, the joke when they're just like, "You named your son Bertrude because we named our daughter Gertrude." That's not even a real name. <laughs> that did give me a good chuckle. That was funny. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. There was definitely some good laughs, but I yeah. feel like there was a lot of weird dialogue, especially. The one that, like, is, like, the highlight for me was Krampus. Like, the dude was just over-the-top weird. He was, but I loved it. I I liked it to a point, and then it just felt too much. I... I can definitely agree with that. I feel like when it was actually like really funny to me is when, I mean, it's kind of like a dark situation is when he's like, uh, when he's having like all the, the, um, family members like open the gifts because they're not going to be around in the morning to open them. And he's like commenting like, Oh, you know, grandmother didn't like her present. Who's next? Um, that was, I liked that scene. Um, but I feel when it came to, uh, when, uh, Scrooge says to execute, execute all um uh all of the uh hostages he got a little way too extra at that it just i don't know he was a little too much for me i get it you're you're psycho you're 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 having fun in a really effed up way um but uh yeah well they freaking a little back dude i thought it was so freaking weird when screw i think one thing you probably could have cut out was the whole nutcracker thing like the one where it's where like the little nutcracker where like she busts up his hand or his finger like that was jacked up yeah that was fine but do we really have to bring it about the big one oh yeah let's really make it a nutcracker yeah and then he that was such a stupid joke it was ridiculous and then everyone like i think that's where it could have been cropped so i'm not touching his balls like yeah, I'm not, tu- was... I'm not touching his junk, and then Krampus is like, "I'll do it." Freaking creep! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like the only way that I feel that um that that scene would have worked is if Scrooge would have been like, "Okay, now like you made it weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny. And then just like gone straight into like violent mode and like gone to his head or whatever. Yeah. Like, just something along those lines. I think as soon as, like, Krampus, like, joined in, it's just, like, okay, this seems excessive. Yeah, I agree. Um, did you actually, like, remember all of their code names? Because I sure as hell didn't. I think Krampus is the only one that I actually remembered. Uh, Besides Scrooge, of course. I, so the only reason I I even remembered Krampus was because I have the... Uh, IMDb up with the list. Oh, okay. So no, I do not. I didn't remember like all of theirs. Okay. Um, the ones that they have is uh, they have Krampus is like the big one. Gingerbread and Candy Cane were the two that were running around closely with Scrooge. 
Um, and then they have Sugar Plum, which was the the hacker. Oh, uh, okay. And then everyone else, uh, like they have a couple others, but I think they were just throwaway. Mm. I got to give them credit, you know, interesting code names. I, I like that they were getting into the Christmas spirit with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was hard because it's like a lot of cheesy lines from everyone like that felt unnecessary. I will say there were definitely some smart ones thrown in. Like, I was actually surprised when Scrooge came in and he's like, I'm just going to start blowing people away unless they t- tell me where the money is. And then uh, freaking Bertrude hits him with like, well, if you just start shooting randomly, like, what happens if you accidentally shoot the person that knows where the money is? <laughs> it's like, wow, the kid actually has a brain. No, he's just like, he like pauses and he's like, F you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, oh, that's like a really good point. <laughs> like, oh, that was so freaking solid. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying to think of like other what did you stuff. Think of, um, like of like some, and I don't know if he had a lot, but like of like the funny. Like, play on Christmas uh, saying Santa had. Like, when he's like, it's time for some season's beatings or, you know, shit like that. That's shit that I feel you need in an action movie like this. So, Fair. I wasn't too upset about it. Yeah, good point. Like, I feel... I think this just goes to show how good of an actor David Harbour is. Because he pulled it off amazingly. He, yeah, he sold that shit well. Dude, he even sold the freaking ho-ho-ho, like, laugh. Yeah, he did. Like, I don't think that there's very many Santas that can pull that off. Like, Tim Allen has pulled it off. And, like, as far as I'm aware, he's the only, like, real one that's pulled off, like, legitimate, like, ho-ho-ho. And make it sound like a laugh. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that, actually. Like, I just recently rewatched Christmas Chronicles, and Kurt Russell attempts to do some ho ho ho's, but it comes off like really forced. Um, then I'm thinking through other like Christmas movies. Arthur Christmas, I watched recently. Um, that one, like the same thing, it's just a little like, like, too, like a little over the top, like just too much but i think david harbour sold it as like a genuine laugh so yeah i would absolutely agree yeah so really appreciated his his ho ho ho's and then the the like the just the one-liners the like santa claus is coming to town like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) like i I was i was here for it Fair enough, man. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. And, oh, yeah, I freaking loved it. Dude, I, I freaking love the, um, uh, I love, like, the conversations he was having with the reindeer. Like, that shit was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Freaking, who, who did he call out for uh, shitting on the roof? Was it Blitzen? Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> and then, like, as he's going in the house, like, Rudolph wouldn't do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking loved that. Dude, I will say, if there is any underrepresented reindeer, it's freaking Rudolph. Like, yes, Rudolph has an animated movie and whatnot all about him, but we never see Rudolph. I think it's because they uh, mostly try to stick with... Hasn't it... I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like I, I was always told that like Rudolph is like not an actual like Santa's reindeer. Like He's like the make-believe reindeer. Like it's the, it's the core. Um, God, how many, there's eight. Yeah, there's eight yeah, reindeer. Eight right? rain. Eight. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. always the core eight. Like R- Ru- Rudolph kind of exists in his own universe. Dude, that is bullshit. That is absolute garbage. Like, no, you. <laughs> society made Rudolph a staple in the reindeer gang. Like, you can't just freaking throw him away like that. And and they obviously address that Rudolph exists in this. That is true. So it, is, it's like, why, right. why not? Like, it just feels like... I feel like a lot of movies have freaking addressed Rudolph. Like... <sighs> Gosh, I want uh, like how do you look up Rudolph references? <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe like on IMDb there might be a character of of him, and you can it might be on the trivia of it. Ooh, okay, here, films and live action. So he is re- referenced in Elf. He is. Yeah, apparently. Uh. Wait, is this talking about Rudolph? Yeah. I don't remember that. Rudolph appears in Fred Claus. Uh, I don't remember that because I just barely watched Fred Claus a couple days ago. Yeah, well, he's not depicted with a red nose, and he does, and his nose doesn't glow. So it's kind of like a bullshit reference. Yeah, how the hell is he <laughs> Rudolph then? <laughs> um. What the shit? During the opening title sequence of the 2021 film Black Widow, a brief what? clip of a brief clip of Rudolph being or helping Santa delivering presents. Oh, from the oh, 19 the are... from the 48 oh. adaptation. Yeah. Okay, okay. that that doesn't count. Freaking yeah. stupid. <laughs> And then animated. What the shit? What? He's referenced in Monsters, Inc.? No freaking way. Yeah, it says the Yeti, Mike, and Sully meet after they've been exiled by Waternoose is based on the abominable snow monster from the TV special. Oh, that doesn't freaking count either! Yeah, no. the That's not Rudolph! <laughs> He's in Polar Express, too. Rudolph, what? Okay, the point I'm trying to make here, Rudolph is a staple in Santa's reindeer, and we don't see him nearly as much as we need he to. He has his own freaking Christmas song. Yeah, 
He has his own Christmas song, his own Christmas special. You know who we don't give a real a rat's ass about? Freaking Vixen. <laughs> I don't know like, what you're talking about. Justice for Vixen. Dude. <laughs> like, there are so many like a, there's maybe a couple um reindeer that we actually like give a shit about. Dasher's always been my favorite. Of course he freaking has, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> the hell is that supposed to mean, asshole? <laughs> Damn well what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So, the ones that I'm like, that are like the staples in like the Santa's reindeer, for me... Like, when I think Santa's reindeer, the first three that come to mind are Rudolph, Blitzen, and Comet. Right? I feel the one that, like, yeah. I mean, what about Dasher? He introduces the song. Well, you know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and, you know. Yes. Uh, Like, okay, I'll give you Dasher, kind of. But I'm thinking, like... The adaptations that I've seen of, like, the reindeer, it's always, like, Blitzen, Rudolph, and Comet. And Comet only because of the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. Because Comet's, like, the favorite. Yeah. And then Blitzen, I feel, is just kind of, like, he's always been, like, the head reindeer. I think we're forgetting about the most important reindeer, though. Olive, the other reindeer. Dude, I will punch you in the throat. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, ha- I had to make the joke. Dude, <laughs> please tell me. So you've seen, you've seen, I've, you've seen I have, the special. I, I, have, I have seen the special. <laughs> Doesn't mean you I know, liked you gotta, it. You gotta give the person credit, though, for who came up with the story. Like, yeah, if you're like... If you hear it differently, yeah, you could hear it say instead of all of the other reindeer, it says all, it sounds like Olive, the other reindeer. <laughs> you got to give them credit. Like, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I can't be mad at the person who came up with the idea because I, I can't say, well, that's just stupid. Who would think that they're saying all of the other reindeer and not? all of the other reindeer no if you dude how funny would it be to see a live action santa adaptation where there's a dog named olive attached to the reins i'd lose my shit dude that would be the funniest thing on the planet i i would be able to die happy at that moment absolutely agree but like i said anyway what i'm getting at rudolph deserves a little bit more love hashtag justice for rudolph (laughs) hashtag justice for rudolph (laughs) dude that should be like the real test of like who's the popular reindeer like name off the reindeer but don't sing the song who me or yeah like all right, oh i thought go, you were like no that. so okay how about this well you actually you just said well let's see if you can do it okay starting okay. with blitzen 
starting with Blitzen. Aw, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> I hate you. Starting with Blitzen, name the... the Are the... Actually, hold on. Let me see. I want. I just want to check something real quick. Okay, it doesn't have to be perfect. Okay, but alphabetically, <laughs> I hate you. Oh my god, dude! Name, I can't do that. Say, yeah, exactly. You want to know why? Because without the song, you wouldn't know any of the other freaking reindeer. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Because, yeah, just, yeah, with the song, you're just like Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Yeah. Yeah. You, I bet you couldn't do it out of order. <laughs> oh, hell no. I'm so F that up. <laughs> I'm also just thinking of a freaking, uh, please tell me you sing Jingle All the Way. Uh, with uh, oh, Schwarzenegger? Yeah. That's the one with the uh... Turbo Man. The, yes. The yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've seen just, that. One. I'm just, <laughs> just remembering when they're yeah when they're like running to the the uh, radio uh, station because they need to like name off all of uh, Santa's eight reindeer. Um, and like he's like running ahead of <laughs> the mailman. And he's just like saying them off. He's just like Comic Cupid Donner Blitz and Comic Cupid Donner Blitz. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I love that movie. That movie's underrated. Not great, but it's a, it's a really good Christmas movie. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, dude, that is but freaking still, hilarious. Screw, screw you for having me start. Who did you say to start with? Comet, and then do it in alphabetical order? No, start with Blitzen and go in alphabetical order. Yeah, screw you. I, I will sorry, even I give. Can't... I will even give you. The letters in order, if you want to try it that way. I don't think I could do it. Like, I really don't. Apparently, my br- It's too late for my brain to try to do shit like that. I know it's only 8.30 in my, in, uh, where I'm at, but still, it's too late for this shit. Can yeah. you do it? No. <laughs> that, no. That's the point I'm trying to make. <laughs> of course I can't do it. No one can do it. Bet. I'm just kidding. Dude, if you can find someone that can do that without singing the song, like, that would be just a feat. I'm, I'm just going to go around at work tomorrow and just being like, hey, weird question, but can you name all of Santa's eight reindeer starting with, you said Blitzen, right? Starting with Blitzen. Starting with Blitzen in alphabetical order and go. Doesn't have to be perfect, just has yep. to be like the starting letter. <laughs> because there's a couple B's, there's a C, there's a P and a, a V. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna find someone. <laughs> Good freaking luck. <laughs> Dude, that would be a that would be a super freaking funny TikTok. <laughs> that would, oh my god, yeah. Oh. All right. Anyway, I would just I would just have to make sure you know. Like, of course, we do it like when we're off the clock after work, and we're not showcasing our work uniforms because we ain't getting in trouble for that shit. <laughs> Pull a whole Billy on the street. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, getting back to writing, I think overall the cheesiness kind of brings the score down a a lot. I would agree. Like the over the top everything. Like there there's some shit that I'm like no. Like uh <laughs> Let's see. Oh, so after the whole Santa Claus and Scrooge fight, after Scrooge gets completely wrecked, um, the Commander Thorpe freaking pops a couple shots at Santa. Like, Santa dies, and he, like, is threatening to shoot Santa. But then Gertrude comes with a gun and freaking sits there and is like, I don't think so. And then she sits there for a second and then freaking blows... Commander Thorpe away. And I'm like, that is such bullshit. Yeah, seriously. He just stood there frozen. No freaking way. Yeah. For all the training that he had. Hell no. Yeah, freaking taught. Like, the fact that she was able to even, like, get the gun that close to him. Dude, straight up. The biggest of red flags. Yes. Like, uh, no. Like, if you wanted to pull, like, hey, she was, like, like super far behind him and freaking blow, like, shoots him through the head or whatever, like, sure, I'll buy that. Like, yeah, taking him by behind. surprise, like, sure. But, like, yeah. announcing that you're about to freaking shoot him? No. Not yeah, someone I, that, I, that well trained. Yeah, I don't buy that for one freaking minute. Or someone that you claim is that well trained. Yes, exactly. Freaking stupid. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So, I'm not sure where that puts me with writing. I'm... Honestly, don't... I'm at, a, like, a 75. That's a drastic drop for me. Honestly, I'm not that far off from you. I might be a little bit higher, because, I mean... What was good was really good oh yeah i can definitely agree with that but it was just this freaking cheesiness that it just kept trying its heart it was like weighing it down like a freaking 50 pound weight dude straight up i think i'm gonna be a little bit nicer i'm gonna go 77 okay all right moving on over to acting we have david harbour who plays Santa Claus. John Leguizamo, who plays Scrooge. Alex Hassel, who plays Jason Lightstone. Alexis Louder, who plays Linda. Cam Gigandet, who plays Morgan Steele. Edie Patterson, who plays Alva Lightstone. Beverly Del... Beverly D'Angelo, who plays Gertrude Lightstone, Leah Brady, who plays Trudy Lightstone, and Alexander Elliott, who plays Bertrude. <laughs> Such a stupid name. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you could just say, uh, just call him. Well, do they call him Bert, right? Yeah, they call him Bert. All right. I mean, but it's not a horrible name. Yeah, but freaking his dad calls him Bertrude whenever the uh, Gertrude's around. Yeah, true. He's like, let's go, Bertrude. 
<laughs> we all know that that kid is changing his is legally changing his name the minute he turns eighteen. I don't know. That dude's a freaking tool. <laughs> yeah, true that. Dude, nothing like makes me cringe more than someone who's just like the whole hashtag blessed. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, whenever I see shit like that, I'm just like, shut up, please. Like, no. It's the worst, because you know there's people like that out in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. uh, Gosh, I don't think this is going to be very hard. What What's your top three look like? Uh... What is um the grandmother's name again? Uh Gertrude. Ger- Gertrude. So what's the actress's name? Sorry. Beverly D'Angelo. Beverly I would actually give her number three because she did such a good job playing a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like I loved her every minute she was on screen and just had me uh like uh when she would tell uh the his uh Jason's right, Jason? Yeah. Jason's sister or her husband, yeah, uh, like, stop being a suck-up or, you know, shit like that. Or when, I love the part when uh, they're planning on, like, standing, like, right in front as a family, uh, the sister and her family, <laughs> for when the mob eventually comes in. And then I forget what happens, but they, they move to, to the back where the Christmas tree is. And she comes in and she's like, why the hell are you all the way back there? <laughs> You're supposed to be right up front. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to see what else she's from. Let's see. Oh, she was... She played the wife in the uh, vacation movies. No shit, that's her? Yep, Ellen Griswold. Oh my god. uh, No wonder I love her. I freaking love her in those movies. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome! Oh, yeah, that even like more so clarifies that she's my number three. Dude, she she is freaking awesome. Uh, number two, I would definitely give to John Leguizamo. He was fantastic. He was such an asshole, but like in the best way possible. Dude, he plays um, such a good bad guy. He does. He needs to do it more often. I absolutely agree. Dude, honestly, this might be a hot take. <laughs> I think he should have come back for Luigi. Okay, you know what? I can, as much as I love Charlie Day, and I'm very excited that he was the he's the voice of Luigi. I can accept that, um, just because Bob Hoskins, rest in peace, and John Leguizamo uh, were not the problems with Super Mario Bros. movie. No, the they fact actually... that they tried to... This is going to be a really fun one. So, spoiler alert for future episodes. Uh, we are going to be breaking down the first <laughs> Super Mario Brothers the week before we talk about the new Super Mario Brothers. Okay, dude, I feel that we have to just like set it in stone that we have to watch that on VR together. We oh, have absolutely. to watch that together. Okay, dude, that like, has to happen. <laughs> yeah, and freaking... DJ, I know you're listening to this right now. If you do not have a VR headset, 
<laughs> by that time, we're going to have problems because we need to have a Super Mario Brothers VR movie night. Yeah. We'll call it the Super Mario Bros. Bros. movie night. There we go. There has so. to be another way to like ex- to say that. What? That just rolls off the tongue. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> I'm trying to think, but it's like none. Of, it's not a great way, but yeah, like if it has to happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, John Leguizamo absolutely freaking killed it in this movie. I freaking loved every minute that he was on screen. But of course, David Harbour is number one because. He has officially joined, honestly, my top three list of my favorite Santa Clauses in Christmas movies. I absolutely loved his performance in this movie. He is fantastic. Um, he 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 just gives off like the 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 warmth and the loving care of Santa Claus when he needs to, but also is a violent badass when he needs to be. Um, just just so great you could tell that he's having such a good time playing santa claus and um god i would i would love to see him return as this character um like like we were talking about earlier i would love to see a spin off like with with like the mythology of santa claus that that would just be amazing uh, just because i really want to see david harbour back in this role um, i know this is like one of those things that's like hey you set up <laughs> you set this origin up to be told. I want to see this freaking movie. <laughs> Considering like how well this movie has done in theaters, like I mean, budget twenty million, box office forty three million. Um, it's done very. W- I mean, it's done very well so far, and I'm sure it's uh gonna do even better. Uh, like once it hits streaming, because apparently from what I've seen. Uh, Universal is going to drop this on streaming, uh, you know, like for like the like expensive price of like thirty bucks or twenty five or thirty bucks. But they're like dropping it like I think December twenty third, so like r- like days before Christmas. It's perfect. Oh. It's going to get I feel so much more uh, attention even during that time. So I feel that this movie will definitely get some more box office, and I feel for how. Um, popular it's going to be on streaming that i feel that if they did want to do a prequel spinoff for that for that kind of stuff i feel that they could justify it with this box office that would be freaking sick like it's already made its money back globally yeah like it's at 43 million right now globally yep like it didn't i don't think it's performed super well within the u.s but yeah, I no, think this I mean, is going to find its stride on streaming. Oh yeah, absolutely. This is yeah. this is going to be a new yearly watch for me. Oh, same here. Just just like um, this joined Krampus as uh, the the and this isn't even a horror movie, but like the like not like other Christmas movie movies that have joined my list of what I I set out to watch every single year. Yeah, dude, like. I love movies like this where it's not like the typical Christmas story. Like, don't get me wrong. There's a place in my heart for, like, the cheesy Hallmark movies. 
But there's just something about Santa Claus movies or just other like Christmas tales in general. Like this has easily entered my top ten Christmas movies. I seriously need to reevaluate mine. Um because I'm sure it has two for mine, but like honestly I haven't put my list together in years. So I really need to. Yeah. How about we make that like a homework assignment? Next next week, obviously like we'll be posting the day after Christmas, but I will be recording actually we'll be recording before Christmas, right? Yeah. We'll be recording before Christmas but releasing it after. So maybe just as like a quick little bonus episode, we'll release our top 10 uh Christmas movies. I love this plan. Okay, so by yeah. so by next episode, yeah, next episode ready. have your top ten made up. You got it. Sounds good to me. But yeah, this is easily entered top ten, and honestly, I think I'm with you. He's he. I'll say this: I'm not sure if he's cracked top three, but he's definitely topped or cracked top five live action Santas. You know, honestly, I might – I would actually agree with you on that. Maybe like three is overstepping because I feel I haven't – I feel with also that I need to reevaluate my Santa Claus ratings. Um, Tim, Tim Allen's number one, and he always will be. Um, but I definitely need to look back at everyone else that has played a really good Santa Claus. So Maybe we I should do that too. For, so Okay. <laughs> so our homework – Yeah. For it's, it'll be like a little bonus episode that we do. Cause, so we'll do like our normal breakdown. Which next week we'll be breaking down. Um, oh shit! What did we say we were going to break down? Oh, a Christmas story, Christmas. Yes. So since that's what we're breaking down next week, we'll do like a bonus episode on Christmas, talking about our top ten Christmas movies and our top five Santas. I love it. So okay, with those Santas. Live action Santas, or just in general Santas. I would feel Santas in general. Okay, because there might be an animated one in my top five. I feel the same way. So yeah, let's do Santa. No, uh, any Santa. Okay. Gosh, this this next week is going to be a blast. <laughs> it really, yeah. Oh, I'm really looking forward to next week. Uh, anyway. Um, honestly, I am going to absolutely agree with you on that, that top three. Really? Okay. Yeah, for, sweet. for this, for this movie, I loved Gertrude and just how like horrible she was. <laughs> she was fantastic. Yeah. I, I was trying to think of like anyone else, like, uh, Trudy. Like she was decent. Like she, she might be a really close number four for me. And I don't know. I feel like my only issue with her is that she felt a lot older than she was acting. That is fair. That is, that is absolutely fair. So I think, like I said, that was my only issue with her. Um, 
so that's probably why she didn't crack top three, but like absolutely agree. Uh, Gertrude, or Beverly D'Angelo, John Leguizamo, and then David Harbour, number one, because David Harbour's the freaking bomb. He is. I swear that man can do no wrong. Like, even if it's like an absolute garbage pile of a movie, he's always like the silver lining of it. Dude, absolutely. Like, people that freaking hate on Hellboy, they... He was not the reason that movie was bad. <laughs> Still need to watch it. it uh, or do I? I mean, I bought it, so like I kind of should watch it. <laughs> if you if you own it, don't go out of your way to watch it. <laughs> okay. But if you have bought it, I think it's worth the watch. All right, fair enough. It's like, if I was going based off our, our recommendation rating, I'd say it's like, dead center between nothing better to do and stream it like it could be a a coin flip okay so yeah anyway uh what would you give acting uh i i feel that some of the like like you pointed out uh i think like we have pointed out throughout the episode, uh, like some of the extras do bring it down a little bit, especially some of the henchmen. Um, so, but like, I, f- I feel like those three like save this movie, um, when it comes to acting. So I'm just, I'm going to go slightly above my story and I'm going to go an 82. Yeah, I think that's a pretty decent, area to be i i think i'm gonna match it with the the story i think it was just like perfectly level the the main cast bring it up a lot it's just the extras extras are what ruin it yeah like if the extras would have kept their mouths shut for a majority of the film i think it would have been a lot higher agreed um but yeah so i'm I'm gonna set it in 83 with that one all right, next up we got character development. So obviously we got to do Santa with this one. Really, really good. Um, honestly, I, I love that you start out uh, with him at him at the bar um, and just talking about you know how uh, no one really uh, appreciates him anymore, and the people that the kids that actually you know like really do believe in him. Um, uh, well, not okay. Not the kids that like actually believe in him, but like most of the kids nowadays, they they ask for like the newest technology. You know, they're asking for the newest video game, the newest iPad. There's even a scene where when he's fighting one, <laughs> one of Scrooge's henchmen, and he's trying to pull out a, like a weapon from uh, his uh, his sack, and he keeps pulling out a video game. And he's just like, seriously, no one asked for like a bat or some shit. Like that. <laughs> Uh, that was also a really good joke. I I really liked that one. Um, Dude, I I loved that one. And like one thing that you they did a really good job of was showing that it's it's not like he just stopped caring. Yeah. It's just the majority of kids were were bringing it down for him. 
Like, and then you saw like that that situation where he was in the apartment with the dad who was like drunk off his ass in front of the TV, and then the little baby who was like in the the uh in the same room as them with like in her crib, like asleep, like he felt for her, like went and like gently placed down a, a present like next to her and then like slapped down a thing of coal for the, the dad. Oh, that was great. I loved that. Yeah. If there's also a thing that gets underrepresented within Christmas movies, it's the use of coal. Yeah, I feel the one that like does that so well though is uh the freaking Santa Claus too. Yes. Know, just, just how yeah, evil Santa is so keen on making sure every single child gets a lump of coal. Yeah, but it's like we ne- we don't get to see Santa like actually delivering coal. That is true. That is very true. Like I think coal was used as like a like, oh no, like, ruining Christmas kind of situation, but we never see Santa, like, actually do that. <laughs> so I, I think seeing Santa, like, deliver coal just kind of... My question with that is, okay, how... Because, you know, Krampus comes when, you know, you, you're, like, been, like, you, what is it, like, the when... Okay, sorry, I'm going to start over here. So you get cold when you've just when you've been bad. You land up on the naughty list, right? Right. Krampus, he comes when you've just lost the Christmas spirit. You don't believe in Santa Claus anymore or Christmas in general, or is it kind of like the same thing? That do you have to be like so bad that like. Uh, Santa's just like, okay, yeah, Cole if, uh, isn't even going to help this kid. Krampus, you want to take this one? Hmm. That I've always is wondered it. that. I, I'm going <laughs> to Google that real quick. Because, like, honestly, I had no idea. And, I mean, maybe, I mean, I was never taught about Krampus growing up. But I didn't know who Krampus was until the movie came out. I'm like, who the hell is, who the hell is this guy? All right, let's see here. Have you ever wondered? Yes. By the 16th century, the beast-like Krampus was created as a counterpart to Saint Nick to punish naughty girls and boys, sometimes by leaving coal in their stockings. So that's something Krampus used to do, it seems like. Huh. So so, so, so it's was not the, Santa. Was the one. Yeah, so it's not Santa that leaves the coal. It's Krampus that leaves the coal. Interesting. That So, huh. yeah, and then they just change it because they didn't want people believing in Krampus. <laughs> so they're just like, oh, no, if you're on. naughty, Santa delivers coal. But it's not Santa. Santa delivers the gifts, gifts to the, the good boys and girls, and Krampus delivers coal to the naughty ones. But at what point does he kidnap them and beat them? <laughs> Dude, straight up. I don't know. I like that in the movie, you literally, that he just takes, um, he takes your family away and then you're left with the, the bell. I, I don't know. I, I like that a lot better. That, that just, like, he, he leaves you just so you know that, like, you know. You you messed up, kid. You messed up. 
I, gosh, we need more Krampus content. <laughs> we we dude have you heard i never watched it but um have you seen uh <laughs> the freaking santa claus versus krampus movie that they made a couple years ago no yeah they actually made one it was like a direct to dvd thing um but i don't know what it is like i don't um since like uh so the way that krampus looks in the the, the movie that's how to me, Krampus should look. I love that he like he looks like Santa Claus in the face, but like you can still see like the hooves and everything. So I absolutely love that design. So whenever I see like a different design, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. That's not Krampus to me. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's my favorite iteration of Krampus. I think that iteration is just so great. I love how he looks. And so whenever I see like how you know like in Norse mythology he looks or like you know other stuff, I'm like. I don't love that as much as the movie design. So you're talking about like the 2015 movie or yes, the yeah. No, no, the 2015 movie. Okay. Yeah, I freaking love that design of him too. Gosh, Krampus is so cool though. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Just god, yeah. And I love the idea of like yeah, like instead of leaving a lump of coal, you leave a bell that has his name on it. Like, I, I don't know. Like, that, that's just so more, much more traumatizing than a piece of coal. A little bit. Or a lump of but coal, then, sorry. like, then him freaking kidnapping you and whooping you with sticks is also kind of <laughs> horrifying. True. Very true. <laughs> there, was, oh, there was a wood carving that I saw last Christmas on Etsy, and it had, like, the classic picture of yeah like krampus like stuffing one kid into his sack and then another kid running away and then it said like was it gross von krampus i think is how you say it and not gonna lie i was very tempted to buy it and i would hang that up every single christmas dude i still want that krampus pop figure (laughs) do i have do i have a krampus pop figure I don't know if you ended up buying it before you like lost interest in in pops. If I did, because I'm so like dead serious, I'm actually starting to sell off my collection in January. I'm making that my New Year's resolution to literally have, honestly, only Hawkeye Funko Pops left. Um, so if I find a Krampus, he's all yours, and I'll send him off to you. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> But only if it's the one where, it, like, the kid is in his bag. Okay, deal. <laughs> I don't know what about Krampus just tickles me silly, but I love it. <laughs> and they think I'm the effed up one. I know, it's just... It's, Between the two of us, what the hell? I know, it's like, I kind of want my kids to believe in Krampus. <laughs> as well as Santa. Oh my god. Like, I'm going to tell them that. Like, if they're acting naughty, I'm like, oh, Krampus is going to come whoop your ass. <laughs> See, I would I would say, oh, you know, all, uh, when Iris is, you know, like, uh, old enough to, you know, like, really, you know, understand, you know, difference between, like, Santa Claus and Krampus, I would totally send her a Krampus bell. But, like, I, I want to stay her favorite uncle. <laughs> so... <laughs> I, I don't want to do anything to jeopardize that. 
Maybe maybe that's like an older teen gift. Okay. Like she if she maintains like the interests that she currently has as like I think she has them. Like what I assume she's going to grow up to like like she kind of has an affinity for the creepy stuff. Like she's loves spooky stuff. Like we went to like this Halloween like scary walkway where this dude went and bought like a shit ton of like spirit of Halloween displays and she was loving it. Like she loved all of them, like all the creepy ones, all of like the the clowns too. So I I think as she gets older, if she keeps that same interest, um, I think she'll she'll like Krampus. Dude, like I'm, I don't know why, but like I'm almost tearing up over here because you saying that I'm just like, I know we ain't blood, but like she really is my niece. <laughs> if she's into that shit. Dude, she freaking loves it. Like, oh my god, dude! Like, I was trying to. So Brielle was trying to freaking like traumatize her with that <laughs> shit. Like, so okay, fun story here. <laughs> so there was a a display. It was like um kind of like a Cujo dog house thing, where if you got too close to it, like a uh, a dog head would kind of like pop out and like rah, 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 right. Yeah. And Brielle kept trying to bring Iris near it. I'm just like, no, like you're going to freaking traumatize her. And then she's not going to like this stuff anymore. Like she's just going to associate it with fear. Yeah. I, I, I can see where it comes from. Yeah. Definitely with dogs. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Well, not, not even that. It's just like Halloween in general. Oh, okay. Like, cause it, it was, it didn't look like exactly like a dog. It was just like a creepy looking image just all it's I like kind of like a um, demon dog maybe don't introduce her to child's play though until she's a teen let's, let's not ruin dolls for her just yet yeah that one's a little <laughs> far off rose <laughs> <laughs> but but like mark my words i will buy i i will uh i'll buy her a good guy doll uh <laughs> when she when she's a teenager I just need to establish like movies are fake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um but no, like my whole thing, like I do want to like I want to introduce her to like all of these different things, but they can be traumatizing in a way. Like I did the same thing with fishing. Like I didn't when she we, we went fishing that one time, I didn't make her hold her fish. I had her hold the fishing line and take a picture, and she was fine with that until it started moving. And then once she was just like, eh, I don't like that, then, like, put a stop to it. And it was, like, yeah. the same thing. Like, Brielle was trying to, like, pull her towards all the scary shit, like, all of the, the displays that jump out towards you. And I'm just like, no, like, we're going to do it at a distance. I'm going to tell her, oh, my gosh, like, these are so silly. Like, look, it's, ooh, spooky. Like I was doing that, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, it's just it's just spooky." And so we got closer and closer until she was like all for it. Yeah. And then Aww. we saw, and then like the clowns, like they had one that was like messed up, <laughs> like even for me, where it was like these two clowns holding this tiny little clown, and it was like lurching back and forth, like they were like pulling on this clown, and the the clown would like 
in the middle would like shake and scream and like super creepy right oh yeah um iris freaking turned it into a game where she gave where she, i was holding one of her hands and then brielle was holding her other hand and then i'd like pull on her and like kind of like lurch her like pull her into me and then brielle would pull her into her and then it just turned into like a my baby like baby tug of war oh my god that's so cute yeah, and so she was, like, all for it, and she thought the clowns were, like, the funniest thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that, just you say that just reminds me of what, uh, uh, remember when we took Iris to Spirit Halloween before? <laughs> yeah, she the, had the very Halloween different before. thoughts about that. Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh think that, God. I don't think that was anything that she saw. I don't think that was any of that, those issues. I think she I think was tired, right. and she. Yeah, no, no, I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, so that that was the issue there. <laughs> but dude, oh my god, I I I just became an even more proud uncle. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. So let me know when I can get her um, a Michael Myers plushie, a Chucky plushie, a Freddy Chucky, a Jason plushie. As long as they're like cute, I'm just like dude, they're totally kidding. I know. Well, I'm not like if they're if they're oh, okay. if they could if they could be considered cute, then sure, go ahead. <laughs> yes, you have no idea what door you just opened. <laughs> I am fully aware of who, <laughs> of who you are. Bros. All I'm saying is, Brielle, better not. This better not come back to bite me in the ass with Brielle when it when her birthday rolls around. It. I'll, I'll I'll take the bullet for that if I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, getting back to character development and the whole, oh, like, shit. delivering Cole thing. Like, it's, like, he still had the, like, I would say he still had the desire to uh, to be Santa. It's just he was losing motivation based off of what everyone was wanting. Yes. Like, and you could see it in him. Like, there were some kids that he was just, like, like, he had a soft spot for, and it was, like, the younger kids, of course. And then it was, like, the older ones that were just, like, I want cash, 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 video game. And then he's just, like, pissed off at that, which, understandable. But he he kind of regained his his love and appreciation like not even for christmas just like his history as like the viking warrior so yes. it's, it it kind of like reignited a bunch of things within him which is really nice to see so i'm not exactly sure where i sit with uh character development i might need a minute you got any other like thoughts on? Not really. Just like I was honestly shocked of like how solid it like character development it was for being uh, a Santa Claus movie. Just it, it definitely had some twists and turns when it came to character development, and they were uh, well thought out. They were very well executed, and um, yeah, just overall, I I say it was pretty solid. Um, so, I would. S I'm gonna go an eighty. 
I'm actually going to match you there. Hell yeah. I think it was, like I said, a, a little bit above average. Nothing, like, awe-inspiring or anything, but it was it was good. Um, Alright, next up, where this movie absolutely shined. Yes. The effects. And holy oh. shit. My only problem with effects is maybe the bleeding was a tad excessive. And what I mean is, like, when someone got stabbed, it was, like, gushing blood, but the blood seemed, like, really thick. That is fair. Other than that, zero issues. Dude, yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. Just literally, the, the, the scene in the frickin', um garage where David Harbour is just going to town on all of those henchmen with a sledgehammer. He's freaking using an I- like ice skates. Just, oh my god, it was so awesome. I freaking loved every minute of it. Dude, just complete brutality. And... Hell, those weren't even so... Like, I love that ev- they, they try to keep most, if not all, of the kills... Somewhat Christmas related. They did. Like, I think, like, my a couple of my favorite kills. One was the freaking fight with, uh, what's his face? Frosty, where he shoves the freaking star into his eye. Yes. And of course, the cherry on top, he plugs it in. Yeah, plugs it in, and the dude's head catches on fire. <laughs> Just like yes, chef's kiss, dude. Like that. Oh my gosh! Like when when he shoved that, I was like, okay, like that was a freaking violent kill. And then he gets up, and I'm like, oh no! And then when I see him like look over, I'm like, is he gonna plug the star in? <laughs> and then once he did that, I was like, this movie's freaking awesome. <laughs> Like I freaking love that. I I I also really love the um when he's fighting that one dude who is like on the computers and he's like running away and pulls like a grenade out and he just shoves it into his pants and then walks oh. off and he's like I gotta see this. Turns around, the dude blows <laughs> up and he's like Oh shit! And then just walks off laughing. Dude. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so fantastic. Dude, that is exactly how I freaking felt. I was just like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Dude, even one of the first kills, I think this is the first kill that Santa has, when when the guy is pushed out the window and dies by the icicle. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I freaking love that. There were a lot of, like, um, I feel impalements done by uh, icicles in this movie, and I freaking loved it, and just reminds you, like, how freaking sharp that shit can be. Yeah, no joke. And, dude, I love that they freaking addressed that you can turn candy canes into lethal weapons. Yes, that was great. (laughs) That was... Like, I know that we saw it in the trailer where he's, like, stabbing people with fr- the freaking candy cane. But, holy shit, dude. Like, seeing it in action, it's just like, yes. This is just kind of what everyone imagines would happen if you decided to go crazy on someone with a freaking candy cane. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Loved it so much. Yeah, that was a, a great one. Um, ooh, I got some 2019 Child's Play vibes when with the Mulcher. Yes! Although I feel this one was done better. It was done so much better. Yeah. Love that um, one. Oh, so much more bloody, and I freaking loved it. I'm trying to think of some like other decent kills. Oh, freaking Scrooge. His death was Dude, oh my horrifying. God. That caught me off guard. I was not I'm like, the fuck did I just witness? Dude, that was rough to watch. It it really was. Especially when Santa like is sitting there like laughing and then throws his that like what remains of his body over? <laughs> like yeah, right. Like, oh, <laughs> like oh no, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> yeah, that was. Ugh. Oh man, that was just brutal. Just like I said, pure freaking brutality. So, so great. I love how it wasn't even like something where it was like super dramatic that he was doing it. It was just something like they're wrestling more or less. And then he grabs him like he turns around, grabs Scrooge and then taps his nose. And then he started turning into like the dust to go up the chimney. And I I was like, oh, no. And oh my gosh! Like I think what got me was him getting stuck. Yeah, that was like he's like screaming. He's like no, and then he gets like caught, and then I'm like, okay, like this is gonna mess him up. And then he's like, just rips him through the freaking chimney. Like oh my hell! (laughs) God, I'm playing it back again in my head, and I hate it. Dude, that I will say was hard to, for me to watch. Yeah, like you said, it's gonna. I'm so glad I was in the theater by myself because I like out loud went, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love it." Uh, dude, I forget what scene it was. Um, I th- uh, no, yeah, I think it's at the beginning. Um, when like uh. Uh, I think like when Santa's just like, oh yeah, you know, I I need uh this many drinks to like actually get me through this holiday or some shit like that. I, I heard someone in the back of my auditorium be like, yeah, same Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not even in the freaking movie, and I'm already laughing. <laughs> oh man, dude, this movie was so freaking good. It, it, yeah, like this it is exactly was. what I wanted from this movie, in like same here. almost every single way. I so the only thing that I'm going to dock for effects wise is maybe the reindeer. The reindeer looked super fake. I can definitely agree with you on that one, and I think that's just an issue with Christmas movies in general. Most of the reindeer look really really fake it's true this is very true 
Um, but yeah, I'm not going to dock it a ton because the reindeer weren't like a huge part of this movie. Um, Saying they left his ass. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah, so I think I think I'm going to be at like a 92 for with the effects. I think it it earned it. Yeah, you know, I'm going to match you. I absolutely agree with you. All right, next up we got music. Um I'm trying to think of like what Christmas mo- songs were in this movie. They played a decent um variety of Christmas songs. That's what I thought, but for some reason, like, I can't remember any of them. Yeah, like, this is where I feel like the, the music worked for the scenes, but didn't quite stand out. Okay. Oh, I didn't, I don't remember them having a, a holly, wait, starting song, okay. Oh yeah, I guess that was a starting song, A Holly Jolly Christmas by Burl Lives. Hmm. I feel like that's just a classic staple. Oh Christmas yeah, song. So that's like this. That's where it's, this is really tough because it's like it. It's Christmas music, so it's like very much above average. But it's just it worked well with the scene. But it's not anything like you'd remember super well. I feel the one that like definitely is very. It worked so well was the Donde. I'm gonna butcher the Donde de Santa Claus. By uh, Tony Sante. And that's, uh, I think it's when he was fighting um, the one that he stabs the star into his eye. That's right. Yeah. That's like definitely like the one that I do remember specifically that that song. And like, I'm like, okay, you know what? I, I like this pick for this, this, uh, this scene. It, it definitely works. I like it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember that one nearly as well as I remember the one uh, that was playing when they were fighting in the barn. Yeah, that one was uh, Christmas Time by uh, Brian Adams. Yeah. Like, good songs, but it's just, I think they were just overshadowed by what was happening in the scene, so it just didn't quite stick very well. Yeah, that's fair. This one's tough. I'm sitting between like a 7 and an 8. And an eight strictly because it's Christmas music. I don't know, just because like they didn't like exactly like really stick out that much, except for that one song. Like I, I'm more so at like a seven. I can definitely go seven. Like I could have been talked to either way, and so if you're going seven, I'm going seven. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, next up we got costumes. Uh, so the only like real big costume was David Harbor as Santa. I thought it looked great. Um, his I was suit very looked sh- great. His yes. suit looked good. His beard, though, that is, I see where you're coming from with that. <laughs> his beard was was a little rough for me. I will say it was kind of. It uh, was definitely uh, interesting um, seeing uh, a Santa wear a leather uh, outfit. Um, that that definitely uh, took me by surprise. Um, but I thought that was a very nice uh, different iteration 
Um, you're definitely used to them wearing, you know, like the classic, like, uh, like I wouldn't velvet. say shirt. Yeah, velvet uh, Santa suit. So seeing him in like a, a leather uh, Santa suit, um, I feel it was a nice change and uh, it worked well. You said you haven't seen Christmas Chronicles, right? Yes, I have not. Yeah. Um, look up Kurt Russell's suit in that because he wears a leather jacket in that. Oh, okay. Um, and apparently, like, I was watching this documentary about, like, the Santa Claus industry. <laughs> and apparently that movie, like, upped the game for most Santas. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah, I think it, it looks works great. Really... Yeah, right? Yeah. Damn, I really need to watch these movies because, God, he looks fantastic as Santa Claus. Uh, Christmas Chronicle, the first one, definitely worth the watch. Like, absolutely. Like, just, Kurt Russell just bleeds charm and just Santa wonder in this, in that movie. The second one, definitely if you got nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not as good as the first? Not nearly as good as the first. <laughs> okay. The only thing that, like, th- that one had was... um uh, Mrs. Claus was in it a little bit more. Okay, but other than that, it was now nah. like the first. The first one's good enough. All right. Have they announced that they're doing a third one at all, or is it just a two and that's it? I hope they just leave it at the two, <laughs> unless they have like a really solid idea for uh a third. They. Which they didn't have one for the second. <laughs> it, was, it was not good. Like their idea it for the look like they are. Yeah. Their their idea for this the second one was an elf that lost his Christmas spirit, turned human, and was trying to destroy Christmas. It, kinda <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I mean, that's not the worst Christmas idea I've heard, but it's not great. Yeah, it's not the least bit ideal the first one was really solid it's these kids that um that are having issues because their dad died uh stay up to catch santa in the act and then they like spot him and like oh my gosh this is so cool and then they run outside see his sleigh jump in his sleigh and then just kind of get him thrown off track and so it's like an adventure of gathering all of his magical items and shit so he can like do Christmas over and it's good. I'm not doing it the story justice whatsoever, but it's it's good. Okay. Anyway, um getting back to costumes. <laughs> <laughs> um I really dug just his overall like suit, but I liked what he was wearing underneath it too. Kind of had like that Viking vibe. Yeah, it was straight. I mean, it, uh, it looked straight up like a pirate shirt <laughs> to me. That's what I associate that kind of shirt with. But yeah, oh, I absolutely loved it. Yeah, kind of like I can see what you you're meaning there with the uh, the pirate vibe. It's just like so. For those of you that don't know, he was wearing like just a, a brown tunic. Underneath his his suit, 
and then under that he was wearing like a a, a puffy white shirt like long sleeve shirt but a majority of the film he was wearing like he was wearing his jacket like his nice red leather leather jacket and his hat um classic red pants boots nothing too special there i i really liked his gloves yeah dude those were so good yeah like they were classic like brown leather gloves but uh some of the fingers were were cut off and i don't know if that was because they like something happened to them but it seemed like that was like an intentional thing yeah yeah i don't know either hmm. and i i i didn't quite know where to fit this one in i i wanted to bring up how his sled looked and how it looks like a like a Viking ship. It did, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it has like Viking runes on it, and I freaking loved love that look. Kind of has like the hardwood feel. Like it looks like a a freaking compact Viking ship. Like, it's freaking sick. It re- oh, so freaking cool. Yeah, and then the freaking whoever designed the tattoos that he had, amazing. Yes, dude. Oh my god, so good, so good. So freaking loved that. Um, everyone else, like they fit, like decent costumes all around, but Santa was definitely like the standout. Oh, absolutely. No question about it. This one's tough. Because it's like the extras bring it down, but Santa's really good. I'm at an 8 or a 9, and I could be talked either way. I feel just because the extras give it... I don't know. Just because I loved how he looked. the, The way that the Santa suit looked, so... Yeah, but it's like, does ever... Did everyone else like earn yeah, that? That's true. Yeah, so I would have to sit at an eight. Yeah, and a majority of that is because of freaking Santa. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like honestly, without his outfit, he'd pr- the movie'd probably be about a six. Yeah, absolutely agree. Like it's just, I think it would be a a very strong six very weak seven and the only reason is because some of the uh the mercenaries were dressed in like a christmas outfit like what's her face candy cane yeah remember that like she's the only reason that it would get even remotely close to a seven i can definitely agree with you on that one but yeah with with santa just solid eight all right, last up, we got our own personal score. Um, I'll take this one first. Okay. I had a blast with this freaking movie. I did not expect it to be as good as it was. Like, I expected to like David Harbour and enjoy some of, like, the the Christmas violence and, and whatnot. But I didn't expect to, like... I, was, I left the, the theater, like, just with a shit-eating grin on my face. 
Like it was so much fun to sit there and watch how violent Santa could could get in creative ways too. Like I always appreciate good creative kills. And I think they they exceeded every expectation that I had. And then some. And just the the fact that they kept everything holiday themed, other than maybe like one or two kills, was fantastic. So for me, I think I'm going to be at like an 89. That's completely fair. No, um, yeah, honestly, literally everything that you hit on, um, just had such a blast with this movie. I was not expecting to walk out of it enjoying it that much. Um, David Harbour just absolutely kills it as Santa Claus. Um, and John Leguizamo is, a also worth talking about because he's a really great villain in this movie. Um, but yeah, had, had a great time. And, um, honestly, like Caleb can't wait to watch this movie every year. It's definitely added to the list. Um, I think I'm just going to be a little bit below you. Uh, I'm going to go at an 87. Completely fair. All right. Well, with that, that has brought us... All right. So going through each of the the scores... Uh, we have we are sitting first off the story sitting at a very solid eighty two. Writing dipped a pretty significant amount, sitting at a seventy six. Um, acting came back up, sitting at an eighty two point five. The character development uh, slightly above average, sitting at an eighty. Uh, the effects are the high talking point of this movie sitting at a very strong 92 music sitting at a seven costume sitting at an eight and then our personal score averaged out to an 88 so with all of that the final all bros letter grade for violent night has come to a a b not bad yeah not bad at all it Barely missed the mark of being a B minus. <laughs> okay, but you know so that's it, okay. Yeah, yep, it's on the good. lower end, so it's sitting at an eighty three point one eight percent. Okay, which again isn't horrible. It's just uh, not as high as I think most people would would like. Probably. <laughs> Alright, so let's see. 83. So, Violent Night is actually our second lowest B movie. Okay, interesting. Yeah, so it is. So, let's start off like what it's below, and then we'll go the opposite way. So, it is sitting below Shazam. Which is at an 83.25. It is below Bill and Ted Face the Music. Which is at an 83.32. It is below Toy Story 4. 
which is at an 83.42. Uh, as well as Child's Play 2019, which is at an 83.43. And then finally, it is below James Gunn's Suicide Squad at an 83.5. All right. Bad. Yeah, going the opposite direction, though, it is above Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle, which is at an 83.06. Okay. Uh, and then going into the B- minus range, it's above The Greatest Showman, which is at an 82.93, as well as Mulan, which is at an 82.62. It's above The Hunt, which is at an 82.47. And then it is above Chippendale Rescue Rangers, which is at an 82.43. All right, not bad. Yeah, I think it has a decent home. I would agree. Um, Would you agree with it being below Toy Story 4? Like I, 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 that's the one I, I thought you'd have issues with. <laughs> wait, that it's it's wait. So you said do I have an yeah. issue with it being below Toy Story Four? Yeah. No, because I mean I know I have problems with Toy Story Four, but I still do enjoy it. Yeah. I think. I honestly thought I think this Toy Story Four higher than that. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Nope, and that's probably my fault. Yeah, asshole. Just kidding. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I think it has a decent home overall. Like it's all these movies that we have in like the or at least in this area are all ones that I enjoyed better than they scored. That's fair. That is, yeah, that's absolutely fair, and I can definitely agree with you on that. Yeah, like I really enjoyed Shazam, but I understand why it's as low as as it is, as well as Jumanji. Really liked Jumanji, but completely understandable why it ended up in that range. So it makes sense. Yeah. So I'm I'm not too too butthurt about it. <laughs> you know, me neither. Me neither. Uh, so yeah, that's where it's uh, where it's sitting. Sweet. Well, uh, I would say that does it for uh, this episode. Um, if you like what you heard and you want to listen to more of us, uh, be sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere. <clears throat> Excuse me. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart, I Our Heart, I Heart Radio, Our Heart. Uh, you can find, like I said, you can find us damn near anywhere. Um, you can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube if that is your preferred listening platform. Um, if you want to check out our social media, um, you can find us literally also on every platform. It's kind of amazing. Like we're even on TikTok now. It's kind of incredible. Um, but those are as followed. You got Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the all bros, Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at the all bros. Um, you can also email us, um, because, uh, 
not only through email but also you know through this the the social media uh you can uh let us know if there's any movies that you want us to break down um it's also a great way to uh let us know if you want to join us for an episode we'd love to have anyone um so that email is the channel at gmail.com if you want to check out our website get to know us a little more um tinyurl.com forward slash the albros and if you want to uh buy some of our merch because caleb kills it and knocks it out of the park every single freaking week with the designs that he comes up with for these uh each and every episode and i am so grateful for what he is able to do and um yeah caleb thank you for just putting time and effort to every single episode art so if you want to the challenge Good. I love hearing that. Um, so if you've loved any of them um, and you want them on like a mug, a t-shirt or anything, uh, be sure to check out our T Public store, tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Alpros channel. That's where you're going to be able to find all of them. Um, did you see that we, uh, did you see the two sales that we made in the past couple of days? Yes. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> One, of course, was for another Monster House Dreamcast, but yeah, the the She-Hulk Dreamcast, wasn't it for, like, stickers? Yeah. The, yeah like, I was like, hell so yeah. Cool. Someone bought four stickers. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, don't know how the hell that happened. Dude, I don't know if we've ever sold She-Hulk before. No, uh, it's usually always Monster House. <laughs> yeah. It. Mm. Right, I'll take it, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, next week, uh, we'll be breaking down the, uh, the, I guess a lot of people would say the true sequel to A Christmas Story, A Christmas Story Christmas, um, which you can actually check out right now on HBO Max. Um, I will, like, I will say though, like, have you seen A Christmas Story 2? Like the one that came out in like. I think like twenty, like thirteen or some shit like that. No, I have heard nothing but horrible things about it, and I will not be watching that ever. It's, I don't know. To me, it's not as bad as everyone says. Um, I feel that the kid that they picked to play Ralphie actually does a really good job. It's just a lot of like the supporting cast around him are not that good. Um, but I mean, Daniel Stern is is decent as the old man. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's it's Daniel Stern, so like you you really can't go wrong with him. No, you can't. <laughs> um, but so so really quickly, I remember like I think it was like when it first came out, the the kids that they picked to play Flick and Schwartz, I feel that they should have switched because the other one looks a lot more like how <sighs> they look opposite of how each should look in freaking high school. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel that they should have switched the actors. But anyway, um, we're not, we're not going to talk about a Christmas story too. We're going to be, we're going to be talking about a Christmas story Christmas next week. Um, so if you guys want to check that movie out before, uh, we break it down, um, you can find it right now on HBO max. It's an HBO max original. Um, so until then, this has been the Albros podcast. I am Jonathan and I'm Caleb and we will catch you guys next week. So long. Try to do it as Caleb's deuces, and it came out. God, that that was just garbage. <laughs> deuces. <laughs>